This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. I'm Chase Ralston with Rubline Marketing. This is Jeff Lindsay. This is Michael Pitt. Hey everybody, it's John Dudley from Knock On TV. Hey guys, this is Jared Scheffler from Whitetail Adrenaline. Hi, I'm Taylor Drury from Drury Outdoors. Hey, this is Nick Mutt from Ball Collector. Hey, this is Melissa Buckman. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter podcast. Working class bow hunter podcast. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. You're listening to the Working Class Bow Hunter. That's right. This is a podcast for Billy Joe Lunch Bucket, the working man, just like me and you. My name's Travis T. Bone Turner from the Bone Collector. Thank you for tuning in. Nobody pushes the envelope like working class bow hunter. It's really, really not that good. Hey guys, welcome to the Working Class Bowhunter, episode 242. Chipping away at the old podcast mm. block there. Inch into the milestone 250. That's kind of cool, right? Yeah. 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 Steve's not here. Wow. Yay. Two oh weeks in a row. Amazing. Wow. You know what's weird about this podcast is right now you guys are actually in Nebraska, but you're still here in the studio. How weird is that? Isn't that weird? That's the magic of podcast land. Time travel. You never know what's going to happen in podcast land. It's kind of crazy. Podcast time, we could be anywhere. Wow. (laughs) Wow. This is a working class bow hunter presented by Scent Crusher. Check out Scent Crusher. Uh, A lot of new stuff out from Scent Crusher. The soaps. The Ozone Go Max, which is awesome. Uh, That thing is awesome, by the way. Dude, the room clean. Gets worked overtime here at the studio. It's a small little unit here we got, and it uh, it cleans all the Steve butthole smell out of this little studio. Mm-hmm. So that's a yeah. nice thing. All of Steve smells. I better run that thing as much as I can to like get used to it not smelling like Steve while he's gone. <laughs> Steve's on second shift. Everyone, just if you if you didn't know, now you know. Um, also, super thankful for our other partners, HHA Sports, um, the Optimizer Kingpin. You got your fixed position and the dovetail. I shot the dovetail for a while. 
Um, I switched to the fixed position for Colorado. Yep. Um, just because I wanted something a little more compact, a little more just like just simpler. You know, I took mm-hmm. the sidebar off for Colorado so I can be on my pack. What are you guys shooting in Nebraska since you guys are there right now? Fixed uh, position. Fixed? I'm the kingpin. Dovetail? Yep. Dovetail. Yep. Uh, but I this year I moved it in a lot closer to my uh, riser. Pulled her in. Get more yep. out of your wheel. Tank, yep. you're shooting the fixed position, aren't you? Yeah. Yep. Fixed. And we're all shooting the HHA. Um, the Virtus uh, Rest. Rest, which is yep. very awesome. Really enjoying Hopefully that. Hopefully you get to put it to use by the time you're here. Right now you've already killed and the, the sign in the studio is red. Yep. Oh. That's right. See? See what I did? Podcast. Talk about confidence. Podcast land. <laughs> Podcast land. Um, those are all slapped on our elite bows. Uh, loving those. The rituals. Oh, amazing. Um, I'm getting super, super comfy with mine, boys. Oh, yeah. I'm uh, throwing them in heavily at 60, <laughs> and that feels real nice. I've been shooting every morning right, when I get off work, and it feels amazing to I'm get in, back shooting every day again. I've been doing trying to make that <coughs> pledge to shoot every day, even if it's like 15 arrows, man. Just still mm-hmm. throw some arrows. Yeah. Except today it's raining because it's been raining a shit ton here lately. The last couple weeks yeah. it's been rough. But we needed it, though. Like We can't oh, even yeah. act like we haven't needed it. Um, I'd say my 60s is good, but like 40 and under, that's like almost a chip shot now. Like It's so easy. It's nice oh, when yeah. you shoot that far, man. It, it seems like you just know, like, oh, yeah. my arrow's going there. Mm-hmm. Arrow is going there. It's nice. I'm shooting uh, not an official sponsor. I'm shooting the Viper Tricks, the Slick Trick Viper Tricks fixed blade. Yep. Um, dude, flying. And then Working Class 15, I think is the promo code there. Save you some money on yep. that. Uh, I'm podcast taking the old trusty Raptor Tricks with me Ooh, to Nebraska. Me too. Yeah, I don't blame you there, Fresh man. out the box. I don't blame yep. you there. I got the Viper Tricks. I do have a, a box of Viper Tricks sitting there, though. Oh, you for, do? Oh, yeah. Oh, dude, they're nasty. Thanks, <laughs> dude, I they're might nasty. throw one in the quiver just for... They fly so neck. they fly so good. I know everyone's like, "Well, if you tune your bow correctly," I'm telling you, I mean, I'm an average Joe. If I can throw a fix a four blade fixed blade on it, flies like that. It's crazy. Yeah. It's sixty yards. Yeah, and that's not an official sponsor. We just give you a discount <laughs> because they're they're partnered with Elite and we work with Elite. So that that there you go. If that also, Elite just came out with their new line of. Uh, oh yeah, how do you want to put this like? I don't know what they call it. I can't remember, but they have like the the hip quivers. Yeah, back. the quivers back, and then they have the release pouch. I get the hip quiver, man. Uh-huh. I've been wanting one of those forever. Uh, so I almost nice. bought Ross Biggers off him, but I feel bad because I steal all his shit. <laughs> um, also supported by Victory Archery. Uh, we're all shooting the Rip TKO gamers. Um, I'm shooting mine paired with the Ethics insert. Save ten percent off Ethics. 10, uh, WCB give you a discount there. Uh, my arrows are just over five hundred grains. Uh, shooting wolf darts son we um, should all be the same except you're shooting 125 heads this year yeah right? yeah yep. 125s so i'm sticking with the 100 grain just a little heavier but yeah uh, it's all good eric's arrow are the exact same yeah i know i was cutting doug's arrows the other day and i had to cut my own also and I'd, i was like oh i should probably have to move the arrow saw nope exactly the same so well, it's like i'm like doug yeah you're gonna lose so many arrows for missing in nebraska you can just use one of mine that's what you know it's funny you bring that up because when i cut um, my dad and mine, uh, our victory arrows, I cut them like, hey, our draw is a half inch different. I was like, let's just cut all of our arrows the same. Mm-hmm. And then just that way, case. if something happens on the mountain, yep. we're shooting the exact same setup all the way through. There you go. So yep. if something yep. happens, we're covered. We got a dozen arrows. I got a six arrow quiver. He does. I'm bringing more. But right. when we're on the mountain, if something happens, you just... You never know. Fuck, right. dude. I've I've ran through a lot of arrows in a random hunt, and you just never know what can happen. You're better right. to have that than not have it. Especially so, being where you're going to be 300 miles into no no man's yeah. land. <laughs> like, if something happens, I can't just, like, run back to the truck. Yeah. No. Yeah. You're done. You know? Or, hey, let's just drive five miles back to the lodge. It's not going to work that way. 
So, yeah, that's kind of a smart thing to do. Yep. And yeah. It's not going to hurt to – and thing is, like this weekend, my dad's coming in town. We're going through our pack list, stuff like that. It had already had happened by the time this airs, but I'm probably going to shoot his bow too. Yeah. Because, yeah, yeah, I, I mean, you can never know there too. It's the same bow. I mean, his anchor, his draw is a half inch shorter. He – Everything's going to be a little different, but I'm going to shoot it, make sure, and I'll have him shoot mine. Yes. Never yeah. know. Cool thing is, Jeremy, our buddy from Buckstorm Productions that's going with, he's got a ritual as well. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> yeah, so we all, all three of the, the same elite team is Jeez. going out. Team Elite, the Elite Team. I guess we'll have a lot of elites where we're going. Yeah. yeah where we're at. Where, where, be, where we're at. Where we're at right now. Yeah. It's loaded with, it's loaded with elites right it now. It better be nothing but elites. <laughs> yeah, I say, I'd hope so. Jeez. <laughs> the Virtue TV, Respect the Game TV is going to be out there. So hey, is there an extra ritual I can use? <laughs> oh man my string snap i hit it with a broadhead hey larry larry be like i got one in my pack <laughs> take that vest off give me your ritual <laughs> <laughs> nice mustache tank you're uh filling some big shoes right now uh no you're not give us a veteran shout out real quick all right so when i screw this up everybody let kurt know how terrible i am so uh how good <laughs> james moore's <laughs> wanted to uh, shout out josh maxi he's uh served in the u.s coast guard he says josh and i served together on coalition warship 1309 home uh, ported out of manama barian we were uh, one out of four uscg cutters that were serving during operation iraqi freedom and enduring freedom says that josh is a great friend and shipmate he's a devoted father husband to his uh, boys and wife i've never seen him hunting or fishing picture without his sons holding the deer turkey or fish the only bad thing i could say about old josh is he chose to uh, be a botswan's mate i don't know what that means but i'm sure that's funny to somebody (laughs) (laughs) yes he says uh i reckon somebody has to get paid for watching paint dry thanks fellers nice wow. yeah thanks for your service yeah. man thanks, yeah thank man. you thank you P- appreciate that shout yeah. out good job tank yeah I th- you know doug thank you i think you should do that <laughs> you got from to the now point. on from now on it's yeah. your job it, it well then am Steve i not w- intern anymore well no you're still uh, intern. okay i'm gonna go <laughs> don't, don't push it too far you're almost there don't can i just keep far. drinking beer y- yes okay you can do that you're so close have another i thought i had it you had to push i thought i thought kurt was drunk enough he's drinking bud light so um Okay, you can't p- call that out and then whoa, let me not. Whoa, time out. You just came in and guns high. Now I, have, now I have to give away the secret. Of, no, I can't. No, right. no, we, no, no, no. We did a project. We have a variety of beers. It'll come out. You'll see soon enough, people. Everybody's going to love it. You'll see. Yeah, you'll <laughs> love it. Um, <laughs> Steve's on second shift, uh, so he's not doing the vet shots for a while. We don't know what's going to happen with that. He might be off forever. Now he knows my pain. He's doing contract for another podcast. Right. Um. If you want to submit a veteran shout-out, go to workingclassbowhunter.com, hit the contact tab. You'll see where the veteran shout-out form is, and then you can submit a veteran. Help us with, like, spelling, pronunciation, yes, and all please, that good stuff. God, help us. And uh, you can throw in all the inside jokes. Whatever you want to say, we'll read it. Um, we, we don't care. And uh, yeah, we appreciate everyone's support mm-hmm. and uh, all their service that they've done for our country and for us. Absolutely. And, uh, yeah, we appreciate the fuck out of you. I don't know what else we can do. That's our little, uh, yeah. our little just thank you. For the yeah. veterans and uh, for fuck sure. Nike. The so, no, there you go. The Bam, news. there it is. Oh, shit. Um, uh, this podcast <laughs> is kind of funny the way it, it just popped up. Uh, Jules McQueen is driving to Idaho right now, and it just kind of randomly happened this afternoon. Hey, you want to do a podcast? Cool. All right, I'll call you. All right, let's do a podcast. So we'll get her on, run with it. Um, these could be good ones, these random ones that just pop up. Yeah, or they could yep. be absolutely horrible, but she's yeah. awesome. So she's <laughs> super cool, and uh, we're all in that Carbon TV family now. And let's just jump right into it. We'll get her on and uh, take off with it.
All right, on the phone, we have Jules McQueen. This is like the craziest last-minute pop-up podcast with a big name we've ever had, so I appreciate you hopping on the show with us. <laughs> of course, well, you know, you guys have my cell phone number, so I well, that sounds really creepy right out of the yeah, gate. Like, super yeah, creepy. Yeah, like, yeah. We, we did some back well, research, got your number, and I was like, hey, you're doing a podcast. Yeah. You're like, geez, all right. It's not that hard, really. <laughs> right? It's hard to say no to that. Yeah. Well, you know, I think you might be starting to be trend here. This pop-up podcast thing is kind of cool. I think, yeah. Yeah. I, I kind of like doing them like this because it's sometimes you plan them too far out in advance and then they just don't end up how you want but no matter what happens you could like really hate on us and this could be a really bad podcast but we didn't have expectations anyway you know right yeah right i know it's like that lowered expectations thing right yeah, yeah. yeah. we're used to being turned down by women anyway so this is, like, this is a normal thing for us right so we just caught you well, on the drive you're driving to idaho right now um I'm headed towards Idaho. I actually also hunt in Nebraska, and I'm stopping in Wyoming before I hit Idaho because I'm picking up a rifle that I had made on the way. So very cool. It's a little pit stop. Yeah. Very cool. Well, let's just talk about. We'll cut it before we cut back into that. Talk about who you are and where people can find you because we're all a part of the Carbon TV family, which is really cool. Yeah, it is cool. Carbon TV family just kind of stop because it's kind of what it's like. I on TV about four years ago after being on the network for a long time. So I've, I've had a few shows and um, Carbon TV came up in conversation and this was back before a lot of established network personalities had even considered going fully digital. Mm-hmm. And um, so I kind of did the research and looked into it and jumped and ran to Carbon TV, and I it's the best business move I've ever made. Um, my career did fantastic after that. I've been able to utilize it, um, you know, in different avenues of my life, and now I'm actually working with them on a lot of different levels. So I uh, started a, a new series on Carbon. It's a Carbon Exclusive uh, Outdoor Weekly. It's, I think, the only outdoor news show that's out right now. So, Which is very awesome. We... Uh, I think I actually yeah. messaged you like a week or two ago about how we were going through Carbon TV, trying to just kind of get familiar with everyone on the platform. And yeah. I just love the concept of this show because yeah. the outdoor industry needed a show like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it did. You know, there's a lot of cool stuff and interesting stuff or relevant things. Just me. You know, as a whole. Oh, Jules, I'm sorry, you're cutting out. So everyone at home that's listening, she's driving through the <laughs> through nature on, in the west. <laughs> so nature. she's going through, I, I imagine you're going through mountain ranges. So if there's cutouts, I, I'm apologizing right now. There's nothing we can do about it. That's just uh, the lives we live yeah. being outdoor people. So yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so I don't know how much of that you could hear, but it's kind of fun. Like- you know, designed it kind of after like a sports center for the outdoors. So it's the highlights, mm-hmm. it's the headlines, relevant news and information. And we really kind of created it to make sure that people are in the know and things that are happening. Yeah. Yeah. Which I, cool. I don't think there's anything else like that in the industry at all right now. No. Um, and right. <clears throat> if you go to carbon TV.com, you know, it's one of the first things you see. Um, so it's not like you have to hunt for it. Carbon TV is free. For everyone that doesn't already know, you've been under a rock if you don't know that. Um, yeah. And you don't even need to like make it like type in your email address anymore. I recommend you do because you can like follow your favorite shows. Um, right. But there's a ton of content on your show already. I mean, you've been mm-hmm. busy. Yeah, we've been busy. You know, I, I 
was always thinking, I wonder why nobody's ever done a you know weekly news outdoor show. And then when we started doing it, I realized they haven't done it because it's a lot of work. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> how do you even do that with hunting and, and that, filming that? That's How's what that I was going to ask, how you come up with all the information and everything. Yeah, so that's it's kind of a cool process. I executive produce the show and host it, and then I have Jim Kenzie as my producer, and then we have a fantastic editor back in Montana, uh, Heath. So, you know, it's a team effort. A lot of us sit down and collaborate on what the more relevant news is. And my, my best friend, Jana, helps me out with it, too. You know, we sit down on the couch and talk about, you know, what do people need to know or want to know? What are the headlines? And we figure it out. And then we go out and just knock it out. Yeah, that is awesome. And it's you make it sound way more simpler than it probably yeah, actually yeah, is. Right. Yeah, we're struggling yeah. to get out podcast episodes <laughs> yeah. on carbon. Like, this is a ton of work. And she's over here doing it like weekly. Right. <laughs> yeah, it is a lot of work. You know, you have to stay on top of it and you have to, you know, put a lot of thought and effort and creativity into it. But, you know, in the end, it's totally worth it. You know, you get this great product at the end and you get to look at it and go, wow, you know, that's actually something cool that nobody else is doing right now. So. Yeah, right. Yeah, I'd yeah. say the the first time I ever watched your show, Kurt actually threw it on over at the house. Totally thought it was just another hunting show, and like I was watching it, uh, and I was so confused. Like when you just <laughs> were going over other topics, I'm like, well, when does like the hunting start? Like, I'm like, no, he's dude, like, no, like, you don't idiot. get it. He's like, <laughs> I was like, oh my god, this is actually awesome. It's a refreshing right. feel. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've done a lot of hunting shows over the years. You know, for the past. I don't know, almost 10 years now I've been doing hunting shows. And so this was kind of a fun switch up, you know, it kind of changes stuff up and it's something we needed in the industry. For sure. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Especially on carbon TV, carbon TV was such a needed thing for the outdoor just programming because there's so many people like, I don't want to pay for as much as I would love to have outdoor and sportsman channel. I don't want to pay for it. Yeah. And I think a lot of people can't afford it anyway. Well, in um, most of these stations, too, you got to buy, like, the sports package. Right. They get all this other oh, useless shit God. that you don't even watch. Yeah, yeah. that's just the for limiter. Exactly. For yeah. two channels. You yeah. buy 50 channels to watch right. one. Right. And Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's interesting. You know, a lot of people don't have cable, so this gives them the option to see really good quality outdoor content, you know? And it's uh, unlike some of the other digital platforms, we don't filter it out. You know, we don't, you know pull content that has a gun in it or you know some of that weird stuff that's going on right now we're very um supportive of the outdoor sports and you know hunting fishing everything outdoors and it's it's free it's a free platform so people can go watch everything on demand which is kind of cool and the best thing i like about it is the app you can watch it right on your phone that's the most time i watch is at work on my breaks lunch breaks man yep right yep yeah it's a very cool very cool thing and it's you know, they've got a lot of cool stuff coming up. So I love being a part of the Carbon TV family. I'm, you know, I'm a lifer. I'm never going <laughs> to go away from them. I think they're just great. That's awesome. And what's cool is when we, we're new to Carbon TV, so we're new to this whole, we're new to video even. You know, we're just, we like our podcast. We put it out. It, we, we come in here, we drink beer, we talk about hunting. But to throw like video yeah. and cameras in our face, at first it's kind of like a shocking thing for us. But once we could drink like right. three and a half beers, we're, you know, white girl wasted anyway. Yeah. So <laughs> give me the camera. Yeah. Like give me that camera. And like we get in front of it and we're fine. But it, it's a different, right. for a different ball game. But, once when we went out on carbon you were one of the first people to like really like put us on your you put us on your instagram story and shouted us out which i thought was awesome and and i was like oh yeah like you know it's the carbon tv family that's what it's all about it's not really 
a competition, yep. the more people we can bring to Carbon no. TV, because they can't watch one show exclusively all day, all the time. Right. Yeah. So right. if they can yeah. go there and watch your show, then watch our podcast, then watch, you know, whoever, The Virtue or whoever right. else is on Carbon, you know, that's that's awesome for everyone. It is, you know, and I always tell people that there is no competition if you really love what you're doing and you're, you know, satisfied with what yeah. you're doing. Um, for me, the the more successful the other shows are, the more successful I am as mm-hmm. a part of that family. So, you know, we try to cross promote each other and put that really good stuff out there so that our followers are able to see what we're liking and what we're watching and, you know, what we want them to see. And, you know, it's just this big spider web of cross promotion and making sure everyone has access to that really good content. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It, it's hard. Sometimes I'm guilty of losing, <clears throat> losing sight of that, especially on like, just the podcast side, the audio side, like I lose sight of that sometimes, but I have to like, and I don't know if it's just because it's an inner competitions like style that I have. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, you I kind of just like, hey man, it doesn't matter. You yeah. know, I'm guilty of that, but I do find myself like, hey, this is good. More people that are into outdoor podcasts are better for the, for right. podcasts in general. Right. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. It keeps you on your toes a little bit, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah it's good. Yeah, yeah. It's good. It's, it's just good like, uh, it, and people might know what we're talking about, just like other rappers calling each other out to be better rappers. Ooh. It's the, it's the right. same <laughs> shitty type of like. I see what you did there. You're so hip. I, I'm with it. I know who Eminem is. I'm it, hip. It's, right. uh, it's good for the, all industries and all like uh, media platforms. Right, so true. Totally agree. Sorry, Steve's not here, and I'm the one to make a rapping reference. I yeah, can't believe what the I hell's did that. going on with you? You all right? <laughs> no, you threw me off a little bit, but I, we just rolled with. He it. rubbed. Yeah. He like rubbed off on me, man. It's better than wrestling reference, though. You're still you're okay. <laughs> good, we're good. Steve always makes right. wrestling references, so I just let you know you're in the clear, and you didn't get one of those. <laughs> wrestling references, nice. <laughs> yeah, they're real good. Uh, tell us about this big muley you just killed. I mean, a few week, couple yeah. weeks ago. Man, yeah, what a way to kick off the season, right? Crazy. Yeah, um, absolutely. Put the so pressure I, on Doug and Eric. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> well, so I, I try to hunt Utah every year. I love Utah. They have the early season that starts August 18th. It's it's awesome because it's Whoa. like you're just getting into the fall season. It's still hot outside, but it gets you kind of geared up and ready for you know the rest of it. So I drew a tag in Utah. And it has been a kind of lifelong dream of mine. Well, not lifelong, but, you know, um, so right. like with R&K hunting. I mean, it's just this awesome outfitter. You know, you see them on Instagram and they kill these big animals and they're just, they look like they're fun to hunt. But Jana hunts with them. I've heard a lot about them. So I actually hunted with them. And um, we, so Utah is just beautiful, you know, and mm-hmm. we at first attempted to go after these kind of high altitude muleys, but it has been really dry. And the ground's so crunchy, and you can't stalk up on anything in that stuff. So, mm-hmm. you know, we, we hopped around a little bit and finally got on this group of muleys. And um, so there's this real big one I was trying to kill. And I got to within about 100 yards of where I'd seen him bed down with his buddy. Two of them, like both shooters for sure. <laughs> yeah. And with his buddy. <laughs> his little friend. <laughs> right. I took my boots off so I could be quiet, and I start sneaking in. And um, my guide, Justin Richens, was, you know, glassing me. He was watching me stalk the deer from, like, a mile away. And I got 60 yards to the deer, and I didn't have my boots on. I stepped in a sticker patch. Oh, and no. I that just, feels good. It was that, that was, like, a life decision. Like, do I just power through and pretend it's not killing me? <laughs> or do I sit down and pull the stickers out of my feet? Right. <laughs> so I 
I couldn't, I couldn't do it. I started to reach down to pull a sticker out, and that deer had gotten up and re-bedded where he was watching me stalk him the whole time. He was so on to me. <laughs> and as soon as I looked up, he's standing up running off, and I'm like, oh, no, okay, that's done. So I threw my boots back on. I ran down a cattle trail where I had seen another deer that morning, um, got down there. I set up against the bush. Long story short, the wind changed, and I was still in my socks on a cattle trail. Um, walking to the south to get my wind right for this area and uh, I just happened to hear a crunching noise behind me because the ground's so dry and I turn around this huge buck is standing at 40 yards doesn't even have a clue I'm there I already had an arrow knocked I hit the D-loop I drew back and within like seven seconds of seeing him with my eyes he was he had an arrow in him really? so, wow <laughs> that's crazy oh awesome. my gosh you didn't even have time to react lucky. yeah yeah, he like I mean I just happened to see him. He happened to be at exactly forty yards by my guess, you know. Right. And that. uh and I, he was he was severely quartering away. I put the arrow in, it just went straight up through. It was perfect. Ethical shot, he didn't go far at all. And that was actually my first velvet buck ever. Really? Oh, nice. We, oh my we have gosh. the photo pulled up here on the monitor in the studio and that's just man, that's a dream yeah. come true right there. Congratulations. Right. Yeah, congrats. Bases that's what we're shooting huge. for. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, I, I might have lost my mind a little bit when we recovered him. It was mm-hmm. pretty awesome. See, you're freaking yeah. me out because I'm building points for Utah right now. And uh-huh. I'm learning. Cause my buddy built like 20 points for Utah and drew an, uh, a strip tag and killed a oh, yeah. uh, and killed like a 210-inch muley. And, oh, geez. But yeah. I don't know if I can wait that long. That's 20 years yeah. of applying. You know, I want to I yeah. go out there and just kill a good like one you killed i'd be i'd be plenty happy with but i'm building points for like colorado and uh yeah. wyoming and and i'm trying to just build points all over and and learn on diy stuff and then then draw my yeah. my units i've built points for you know and then that way i don't mess them up right. i'm just being an idiot and not knowing <laughs> what i'm doing yeah <laughs> right you know and it's it's funny because you can do that system you can actually just keep putting in for the really good areas but there are so many states where you can hunt with over-the-counter tags in prime time, you know, the hunt I just left in Nebraska, you know, it's all the deer are still in velvet. Most of them are. Um, a lot of the guys are killing nice velvet whiteies, velvet muleys. You know, it's spot and stalk. It's really awesome. And it's over the counter tags. You walk in, you buy your tag. That's it. And it's a general tag. So you can take a muley or a whitey. And, you know, it's just, you can do that hunt every year on a pretty, you know, decent budget. And you can, you know, manage your time around it. So, you know, that's, that's kind of the things I do. I mix it in with drawing tags and then working in the over-the-counter stuff, too, so that yeah. I'm guaranteed a certain number of hunts every year. So how did yeah. it work in Utah? Did you have points built up, or is it different if you go through an outfitter? How does that all work? No, um, so I actually just choose units where I can draw almost guaranteed every year. Mm. Okay. So, like, three years ago, I drew the Fish Lake unit, which is... I mean, you're probably going to draw that if you put it on your obligation. So it's technically um, not over-the-counter, air quote, but you're going to draw. Yeah, um, there's some states like that. Like um, Another example is the one where I hunt in South Dakota. Um, it's an archery guarantee draw. So I put in for that tag, and two days later I get the same email every year. It says, congratulations, <laughs> you drew your tag. <laughs> it, it's, like, it's like Christmas. <laughs> that's funny because that's my plan to go yeah. to – my buddy lives in South Dakota, and that's the same thing. He told me, he's like, well, he's like, it's not over the counter. He's like, but you'll yeah. draw it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, the rifle tag is different. I've put in for that, and I don't. I never have drawn it. 
But the archery tag in South Dakota, I mean, you're going to draw it. I mean, I don't think anyone's ever not drawn it. You know what's funny about South Dakota? Um, he, my buddy Jeremy, he's going with me elk hunting, and he started out as a listener, but I just talked to him so much that he just be, I feel like he's one of my best friends. And he tells me uh-huh. all about South Dakota. I'm like, I need to move there. They have elk, they have mule deer, they have whitetail, they have antelope. It seems like the perfect yeah. state. Yeah. And it's kind of a sleeper state out west from, like, from yeah. guys from Illinois. You don't hear much mm-hmm. about South Dakota, but right. they have yeah. big critters there. You, well, you got to know where you're at. Yeah. 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 Um, the only thing about South Dakota is, man, does it get cold. I'm telling you, <laughs> I don't think I've ever been so cold in my life. I did a, a mule deer hunt there last year. I go in November with a, a friend of mine who's an outfitter. He's awesome. Um, I've just never been so cold in my life, and it was only November. But the, the mule deer <laughs> population, because we hunt near the, like in the Missouri River breaks, um, the mule deer population is exceptional it's the the prime example of how those populations can be thriving in those you know river bottom areas with the farmland and it's just a it's a cool thing to go see that many deer in that area yeah that i need to go out there i mean hopefully next year i'm out there to see some of that and because you know we're gonna go public land and check everything out and go after it i guess you know yeah yeah yeah, that's what you have to do just kind of wing it once in a while and see how it works (laughs) right so tell are you are you kind of just like driving around and so we got like your instagram pulled up as creepy as that is yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> we're, we're creeping if steve was here it'd be even more weird yeah. um yes. but are you just driving around in your jeep with a tent on top i mean i know it's not on top while you're driving but are you just putting the tent on top of it and going for it yeah is that the funniest thing yes that's actually a true <laughs> statement i decided this year so i usually spend the entire fall season on the road i work remotely i work from wherever i'm at so i leave my house in august every year and i usually don't go home for quite a while and so what i did is i packed as much stuff into my jeep as i could get and my dog is here with me banjo's in here and um well i I got one of those tents that go on top of your vehicle because i'm thinking like conserving space you know, and I don't want to have to fit the tent stuff in the vehicle, so I've got one that's, you know, sitting right, on top, yeah. it's on the rack. And so when that thing falls out, it's the perfect tent. It's so easy. And I, I was thinking, how am I going to get Banjo in there? Because he weighs 60 pounds. He's a big, you know, bulldog mastiff mix. And um, so I figured out that I can, when the tent is opened up, I open up one of the windows near the front of the vehicle. I put a yoga mat down the windshield, and he jumps up on the window of the car and walks up in the tent. <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. That's awesome. So, <laughs> yeah, it's so, so cool. So what you're saying is, like, you have, like, the best life ever. You get to just <laughs> yeah, go out I, fall and just not show up ever to work. Yeah, I, I pretty much pretend to be homeless all fall, pretend. and I live out of my car. <laughs> And I show up at random people's houses, and I'm like, hey, I know you from Instagram. Hey, See, can I park in your yard? You might as well sell your house and then never pay taxes. <laughs> if I right. showed up at a random yeah. person's house, I'd get shot. You have a beard, though. Yeah. And I, you're a little scarier. Right. That's true, yes. And I don't actually do that, just so you know. But I have before <laughs> stayed in people's yards, and it's, it seems to be okay, you know. Um, but it's, it is kind of a cool lifestyle. You know, I just, I don't know when I'm going back home. I have no idea. I don't have a plan. I, That's awesome. And I'm booking stuff as I go. Like the other day, I hadn't filled a tag. You're a gypsy. And someone said, oh, <laughs> yeah, I have a gypsy. The hunting, the hunting gypsy. <laughs> yeah. The hunting gypsy, yes. And someone said, oh, 
come back to the state at this on these dates, and I looked at my calendar, and I'm like, well, I don't have to be anywhere. I might as well just drive back. <laughs> that's so awesome. that's what I do. I, just, <laughs> I hop around from state to state, and and you know, I'm creating content as I go and working with my partners. And it's kind of know, a perfect uh, oh my creation. It's yeah. a perfect mess of yeah. it just works out for you. That's awesome. My my yeah, wife would freak out if she saw the tent on top of your Jeep. So my wife is a Subaru, and she just went and camped in Colorado just, like, randomly and went to Utah and camped. And it's been like, uh-huh. hey, let's get a tent for the top of the Subaru. And I'm like, yeah, okay, yeah, we probably could do that. So I'm going to show yeah. her these photos, and she's going to freak out. So, oh, yeah. Um, it's, it's awesome. And, you know, you just feel a little safer up there. There's something about having that elevation that just – you know, makes you feel a little more secure and yep. like yeah. you're going to know for sure if something's going to try to get in the tent, you know, they're going to have to <laughs> climb up the Jeep first. Yeah. Make but an effort. And then they got a pistol on their face when they get up yeah. the ladder. That's right. Yeah. I, I always have my Glock with me, of course, but <laughs> yeah, you know, it, it is kind of a cool lifestyle. I just love it. It's so much fun. Is very cool. Well, if you ever make your way out to Illinois or Iowa, I'm sure we could have a spot for you to hunt, and uh, you could park out yeah. in our yard and throw your tent on top. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you'll, you'll wake up in the morning. I'll be parked in your front yard with the tent open on my Yeah. Yard. All my neighbors are like, what the fuck Hi. is that girl doing? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'd say my wife might steal your dog, but yeah, you got to yard it at my place, too. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's awesome. Do you ever... I mean, this is that... And I hate to even bring this up, but I just caught myself into it, so I apologize for this. Oh, like, okay. as being a woman on your on, like on your <laughs> own, like I, I know you're always you're packing a pistol, you're an outdoor lady, but like, do you ever like think about, or does it ever like cross your mind, like, oh, I'm by myself? No, I like being by myself. I don't know. I just, you know, I'm very. I've always traveled alone. I, I've traveled with other people, obviously, but yeah, you know, I've traveled the world by myself in my twenties and always worked solo and you know now I, I think that the key is to be conscious of everything that happens right. around you. You, know, you have to be mindful and not put yourself in a bad situation and you know I'm very careful about letting people know where I'm at or you know I have a you know one of those um, Garmin in reaches so I can always text people if I don't have service. Oh cool. Um, yeah. Yeah so you know that type of stuff. I'm very mindful of the fact that I am a girl alone on the road living you know like a gypsy in a jeep with my dog <laughs> you know i understand it might look a little dangerous but you know i don't i don't ever want um any like other young girl to look at that and go oh i'm gonna be a gypsy and you know do this and then make a bad decision you just yeah. have to be really careful right and very sure. well thought out and plan it out know who you're going to be hunting with or know who you're going to be around yeah. you know mm-hmm. take those precautions up front you know, with me, I, I'm always armed. You know, I'm just very comfortable with that because firearms are a passion of mine, and I'm comfortable with being armed at all times. So it gives me a sense of security, of course. But it is kind of dangerous, I guess. I mean, yeah. you know, I, I camp out on state land by myself, or I'll find, like, a campground and pull in. And, you know, so I understand it looks a little sketchy, but I'm very... Uh, calculated in the way that I do it. It's yeah. very professionally done. Yeah, you're yeah. not just going out like <laughs> da 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 da. Like, oh my god, a stranger. Yeah. <laughs> hey, how are you? Yeah. Hey, how are you? <laughs> that is a good point. Like, you have a big dog with you. You're always yeah. packing. You know right. how to use the the what you have, <laughs> and, and it does right. help. And that is a good point. You know, the tent is on top of your vehicle. For someone to be like, 
I'm going to see what's in this tent. Like, it's a pretty ballsy move. <laughs> like, because you got to think, like, yes. if someone's going to throw a tent on top of a Jeep and, and then one to wake up with a dog in your face or like yeah. or for them to climb that ladder and have a dog in their face and then a pistol right behind the right. dog is a very scary, yeah. uh, safe situation. <laughs> yeah. So, that yeah, picture's it's awesome. Yeah, two levels of yeah. defense. Yeah, Banjo's, crazy. Banjo's very protective. You know, he watches my back all the time. And, you know, and I am very, you know, decent with my firearms so i feel secure i feel very safe and you know um i don't put myself in any bad situations you know i'm very cautious about it so yeah it's it's a fun uh, adventurous lifestyle but i'm also very careful because i do love my life and wouldn't want to you know put it in jeopardy for sure Sure. yeah no that's that's a good way i mean that's a good that's an awesome role model for a lot of girls that are yeah. like looking up and I hate to like even go down that road of like that female hunter blah yeah, blah yeah, blah yeah. gets so repetitive and just like corny to even talk yeah. about that but it is a thing for a reason and people do bring it up but I just didn't want to be that radio host guy that's like tell us about being a woman on the road yeah. you know like that <laughs> right. that douchebag you know um Right. Well, you know, I I think it all goes back to, and I've said this, you know, before when people bring it up, you know, I I really do believe, and I do try to tell the young women or young men who follow me, you can really do anything you want to in life. You just have to really put your mind into it and be smart and work hard. And mm-hmm. and I've really created this amazing life that I love, and it's adventurous and fun, and I get to do every single thing that I love doing. And I, I mean, I work nights and weekends. Don't get me wrong. I do actually work. Um, but I do also yeah. get to enjoy this part of it during the fall where I take off and I might disappear into the backcountry for seven or ten days at a time. But, you know, it's, it's during the those nights and weekends that I don't take time off from work, I'm kind of adding up for that. Um, right, right, but yeah. Like, yeah, you can do anything you want. You just have to be smart about it. For sure. Hey, you know what yeah. I think you should do? I think we named, if you ever start a podcast or another uh-huh. show for a side project, the Gypsy Bowhunter. Oh, Gypsy or Bow the Gypsy Hunter. Hunter. You got something there. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Yeah. If, if you ever, need, if you ever need help has- producing a podcast, you know who to call. <laughs> right. <laughs> we did that research and found your yeah. number online. So <laughs> we I, right. can, I can produce a podcast. for. Okay. I'm going to bring, I'm yes. just started a new segment right now on the fly on the show. Uh-oh. Explain that random Instagram photo. Oh. See what I did there? I just literally made that in this segment up. I like it. Okay. So there's a photo on your Instagram of you holding a tattoo gun. And uh, oh. <laughs> I want you to explain this photo. Um, and at Jules yeah. McQueen, just how you think it sounds on Instagram uh-huh. is, your, is your handle. So, yeah. yeah, explain this photo. You're holding a tattoo gun. And uh, um, I'm going to assume you didn't tattoo it. Um, but I just want to know what's going on here. <laughs> well, yeah. So isn't that a great picture? So, okay. Most most people who know me know that my best friend in the whole world is Jana Waller. She's amazing. Most people know her. She's like me. You know, she's an outdoors woman. Um, she has a show on Sports and Channel. She's amazing. And the coolest chick I know. So um, she was with me when I went to get my tattoo of this on my right forearm it's um it's actually mule deer antlers from my first mule deer that i that i killed very cool and um so i've got the antlers with roses so jana was with me when i got the tattoo she hadn't ever gotten a tattoo before so she got this full back piece right and it's beautiful and, and she doesn't publicize it much but i mean it's really beautiful so i went with her yeah i went with her when she had it kind of rehatched up recolored 
And mm. I sat with her for like eight hours <laughs> while they did this work and whatever. And I said, I made a comment and I said, man, it'd be so cool if I could give you a tattoo. And the guy handed me the gun. He's like, put some gloves on and you can do a <laughs> section of it. And I said, are you serious? And Jana turned around. She's like, no, 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 no. no, 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 no. And I said, no, it's going to be great. Film it. So, Trust so me. I did. They gave me, they gave me a section of the, it's um, a mule deer also on her back. And they gave me a section of the antler that I got to work on. And so I actually did part of her tattoo. Oh, wow. Huh. You, so you actually did. I yeah. thought you were going to say you just never did. did. So is yeah. that uh, non-typical yeah. now? <laughs> yeah, um, that little blip we made didn't do a drop time. <laughs> right, I accidentally did a drop time. Yeah, that's awesome. But, you know, it was it's kind of cool because now it's like I did a little piece of it. I have a little bit of you know real estate on there where you know I actually participated, and it's cool. You know, I I think you know on my next one I would definitely have her do the same thing because it's just a really cool feeling. That is awesome. You know, I have a lot of tattoos, and I would never let any of my buddies in the studio right now touch me with it. Actually, you know what? I would, too. Party tats are a good time. Party tats. Oh, Oh, boy. Here we go. I'd let you give me a party tat on, like, my leg or something. That'd be funny. So what's it like tattooing another person? I've always wondered. Um, Okay, so the first thing is the the tattoo gun, super awkward. I don't know how they do it so nicely. Because when when it's putting the ink in Uh and you're pushing it into the skin and all those needles... You know, it's much more difficult to control than what you would think. Really? And so it's got to take a lot of practice for them to be so steady. Because all I was doing was shading, like with some black yeah. ink and creating this antler shade. And, I mean, it wasn't easy, you know. It's, right. But it's cool. You know, it's kind of huh. neat to know that that ink will always be in that spot <laughs> where I put it. I think it's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. Forever That's there. Crazy. That is cool. Yeah. Well, okay. I thought I brought that up just thinking it was a joke. I didn't think you actually did any of it. <laughs> She's I was, like, no, oh, no, no, I'm real. <laughs> Way to go, Kurt. <laughs> yeah. She's like, yeah, yeah. that's what you get for underestimating this bad bitch. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, oh, sorry. This podcast sucks. <laughs> I'm like, oh, Banjo's about to kick your ass. <laughs> sorry about that. I, uh, <laughs> All right. I'll produce your podcast if you want. I won't say a word. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, that is awesome, though. That's really cool. I've always wondered what it'd be like to tattoo someone because I. When I'm getting a tattoo, I'm like, yeah, I just trust this person because I know they're a tattoo artist. <laughs> I can imagine actually right. like tattooing someone. Exactly. I feel like I would just like go too deep and it would just hurt so bad. I'm gonna give you a smiley face. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Start small. Practice on just you know a small, simple thing. So you just birthed but, a new segment yeah. on our show. Explain that random Instagram photo. That's a good one. It is a good one. Yeah, I I agree, and it kind of leads people back to my Instagram too. So you know that's kind of nice. I'm all about that. <laughs> Even better. That triple promotion. Yeah. Hit you with the carbon. And then, hey, yeah, you're going to start a podcast, and I'll produce it, and then here you go. Right? <laughs> perfect. <laughs> it's going to be perfect circle. There we are. Right. There we are. So what else What else should people know, should know, or where can they find you, or what's next? Tell us. Uh, well, definitely this time of year, my social media is like my you know, travel diary, um, which is kind of cool. I, 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 you know, obviously I'm going to stick on Carbon TV. We'll have another series coming out. Um, don't have a date on it yet. Can't give a lot of details, but we'll be still doing something else. Um, I am contributing to the Carbon TV blog, which is kind of cool. It's doing awesome. really well. A lot of people, a lot of people like that. You know, it's really cool, relevant information. So I'm contributing there. Um, but yeah, social media this time of year, I'm all over the map. I'm just going from one place to the next and it's adventure after adventure. And um, 
you know, I, I really like that social interaction with people when they come onto my Instagram and, you know, have questions or, you know, I just love that. I think it's really cool. It's like a yeah. community of very positive people. I keep it positive. You know, I don't let the bad stuff in. I can go somewhere else. So Yeah. And yeah. So. Well, I yeah. appreciate you doing our show. Just so last second. One more yeah. question. Yeah, go ahead. You got any advice for me and Eric for mule deer hunting? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. If it's uh, if you're putting a stalk on a deer, I'm not kidding. Take your boots off. It makes the world of a difference. I say, I've heard Seriously. that a lot. I just didn't know if that was yeah, a thing. Yeah, I'm telling you, it, it does make a big but watch difference. Watch out for the sticker bushes, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah watch out for the stickers. Or wear wear Kevlar socks or something because man, <laughs> that does not feel good. I was pulling stickers out of the bottom of my feet for like three days, but, <laughs> but it, it was totally worth it because I killed that buck with no no boots on. It was awesome. That is um, cool. Kind of makes yeah. you feel a little more primitive, you know. It's like you kind of yeah. yeah. get in there a little more sneaky. Um, definitely. Um, if you have time, range the animal because I will say everything looks a different distance when you're in that wide open country like that. Sure. So it's mm-hmm. hard to judge distance. A lot of guys shoot over or under because they think they can judge that distance. I've learned my lesson. I range. I didn't range that deer that I just killed, but I mean, I range almost everything. I try to. Yep. Um, you don't want to make that mistake. Yeah. Uh, so, but, so- <clears throat> yeah, I think that's you guys are going to do great. I can't wait to see how it goes. I'll I'll be stalking you and waiting for pictures. <laughs> so what you're saying is wear slip-on boots and don't forget your rangefinder. Well, Eric's got Crocs, okay. so yeah. oh, you need to slip no. them off. I'm bankrupt. What if, the you know those creepy toe lizard shoes <sighs> that everyone wears? Yes. What yeah. if you wore those yeah. out there? And then you don't yeah, have to worry about the cacti. That would probably be great. That's not a I think yeah. that a company yeah. needs to make yeah. scent, like scent control toe shoes. Or like or moccasins or something. It. Moccasins would work. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to make them it. now. Well, you know, I keep a, I keep an extra pair of really thick wool socks in my backpack just for that. Because, mm. I mean, it kind of helps, you know, protect your feet a little okay. bit. You just flip them on, take your boots off, flip on another pair of wool socks, and they're, you know, it doesn't hurt as bad. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, even, Still hurts, <laughs> but not as bad. You know what's going to be funny? Is you guys are gonna go out in your spot and stock hunt? And you're gonna take off your boots, and then like it'll be because the boys from the Virtue and Respect the Game are gonna be filming Doug and Eric. So They're like, say like, what the hell are you say, doing? Say Doug or <laughs> Doug or Eric's in front of the camera. You guys are gonna like step on a burr or a thorn, and you're gonna be like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cry, cry on camera, and then they're gonna overlay the footage when when she's got a, a thorn, and then you guys are gonna be the crybabies. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> right. If you step on some sticker bushes, I want a shout out. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> oh, yeah. We'll definitely give you a shout out for sure. <laughs> we'll just tag you to your, like, God, I got to unfollow these creeps. Yeah. <laughs> Stop <Right>? talking to <laughs> me. Yeah, quit tagging me and everything. I don't need to see this. <laughs> right. Well, what right. we need to do is uh, ATA show, or I'm sure we'll cross paths at a hunting camp sooner or later. We'll have to do a carbon TV episode with you. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Um, let's compare schedules because i mean as much as we're all all over the map i'm sure we can connect somewhere that would be awesome yeah we got you so i'll make sure that everyone listening can find you and uh i'll put all your links and everything in the uh, episode description and really just thank you for not my cell phone number right yeah, I'll put your cell phone number in there. Yeah, everyone can call yeah. you. Up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, I'll make sure people prompt to slide into your DMs, and everything will be fine. Right. Yes, that's perfect. Exactly. Exactly what we're looking for. Yeah. yeah. Yes. 
Half of those will not get accepted and blocked, but that's fine. It's just the way of the world. Steve. <laughs> Steve. Good thing Steve's not here, man. I, oh. I'm just like, I'm being super PG. Steve would just be like, you'd never talk to us again. Yeah, 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 no. So <laughs> thank God for that. But no, well, thank you so much. This has been awesome. Um, let, let's do this. Yeah. Let's do this. Stick around the phone when we st- shut this whole thing off, but give us something okay. positive to close with. Something positive. Oh, boy. Um, let's see. Well, I feel like I was really positive on that whole you can do whatever you want to thing. That's I like kind it. of mm-hmm. my whole, that's my mantra. You know, you put it out there in the universe, you can really do whatever you want. Did I ever think that I could actually be a gypsy roaming around with my <laughs> dog, sleeping on, you know, Lord knows where in some pasture? I mean, if that's your dream, you can do it. So no matter how crazy people think you are, do whatever you want to do put it out there in the universe and you know make your dreams come true there you go that's positive right yeah that's oh, yeah. very positive that's awesome very right. positive let's yeah. do a quick round table well, yeah. in the studio eric give me something positive something positive well i just want to say thanks again and thanks for the advice for the mule deer we got coming up and uh yeah we're going mule deer hunting in podcast land you should already have one dead by now by in the time this year poc- that was my positive <laughs> in podcast land i've already got a mule deer a giant already on the ground already yeah. drinking bees all right <laughs> Tank, give us something positive, man. I didn't realize I wanted to quit my job and become a gypsy, so that's an that's an opening (laughs) experience. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. Um, I think it is. I feel like it is. Yeah, maybe it's not. Um, (laughs) My positive thing is that I think we created a new genre for the Gypsy Bowhunter podcast, (laughs) and uh, I like it. Gypsy hunters is the new uh, the new breed of hunter. There you go. You know, everyone can be that fit hunter they want to be, but I'm trying to be that eat a sandwich, camp on top of your car, and kill some (laughs) velvet mule deer type of gypsy. We need to put a uh, Facebook uh, group. Hashtag gypsy hunting. Yeah. Hashtag I'm a gypsy hunter. (laughs) Hashtag gypsy hunt. Oh, great. Instead of hunt fit or whatever, it's gypsy hunt. Gypsy hunt. Gypsy Gypsy hunt. I like it. I'm going to trademark it right now. You should. You should. (laughs) All right, everyone. Thanks so much for listening. You know what to do. Season's coming close. Go shoot your bow. We love you.